0: Tech Savvy Professionals delivering equipment, technology, and service for all your office network and print communication needs. Look no further.
1: Just whistle.
0: High-quality office equipment, print, and IT solutions at fair and transparent pricing. That is Duplicator's commitment to you. Your tech-savvy office equipment and outsourced IT professionals can simplify your daily work process wherever you find yourself working with world-class network business machines and solutions from Rico and Savin.
1: For today handsome life!
0: And that commitment continues with their commercial print and mailing division, Derby City Litho. Check out the Ricoh Pro C7210 graphic print system providing superior color output. Duplicator Sales, Derby City Litho, Corporate Mailing Systems, Ricoh and Seven. Call them at 502-589-5555 or visit them online, duplicatorsales.net. Or at their store, 831 East Broadway, Louisville. With offices in Elizabethtown, Lexington, Paducah.
1: Just whistle. Duplicator, sales, a
0: service. You're listening to Kentucky Anna's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh, and 105.7 WHBE-FM, Eminence, Frankfurt.
2: Whenever skies look gray to me And trouble begins to brew Whenever the winter winds They get too strong I concentrate on you When fortune cries Nay, 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 nay to me And people declare that you're true. Whenever the blues become The only song I concentrate on you On your smile That's sweet And it's so tender.
3: Ah, come on, you still must feel up like When
2: it first
3: my kiss So pissed, pissed people <laughs> So define. pissed off It's... <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I don't want to be shot in front of. I am not taking pleasure, but if you want to be mad? It's America, man. Your forefathers fought for you right to ruin your day if you want to, but I am choosing not to. So we're playing music soothes your soul. I like the last text. Simply said, excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, I got to read this book because it's just so great. Because this guy's so pissed off, it's just I feel bad to be that angry and then spend time. And it, like here's another nice one. Hi, Bob. I hope you're having a good day. Something good happens to you today. You're spreading love this afternoon. That, oh, how nice is that? This one's... <laughs> please. please. Please take your new trend of playing bossa nova music and stuff it where the solar flares shine, which caused the AT and T outage today, to burn for all eternity. So, is what you're saying there? You, you didn't enjoy the bossa nova? Music? Didn't want your soul soothed today? He must have loved the limp biscuit stuff. He must have just... and the guy enjoyed the dead air brought to you by Shankenfeld's funeral home. So uh, there you go. Uh,
4: yeah, I got some little Debbie's during the commercial break. Yeah, this guy's made my soul that. and tummy. He's, a,
3: he's a, looking for political things. Hey. He's, he sent me a bunch of political texts before that, so he wanted me to take the bait, so didn't work there. So Do you I know what
4: happened for 44 years.
3: years ago today?
4: 44 years ago today! <laughs>
3: That was forty-four years ago today in Lake Placid, New York. Al Michaels with the call, and most people do not realize that was not the gold medal game. That was only the semifinals. They had to beat the Russians in the semifinals. They still had to go beat Finland, who's a right. pretty damn good team in the championship game. And so they, were, and they, they were trailing in that. They game. were losing in that one. You're exactly right. So that's a. And, and he's talked about that. He did not have that plan. That's a. That's one of the great uh, when. Preparation meets uh, uh, opportunity. Uh, that's fantastic. And here's an opportunity for you, by the way. If you've got your home with an outdated, old, moldy, perhaps, mildew shower or broken tiles in your bathroom, call my friends at the Bath Authority, would you? The Bath Authority provides the highest quality bathroom remodeling products along with a world-class customer experience. Their modern durable tiles and showers and tubs are designed with exclusive high-tech polymer. I've said this before on the show, and it's absolutely true. We've had our bathroom uh, done uh, a couple of times. We might have to have it done again, in point of fact. But... It really makes an incredible difference. I mean, you start, almost everybody starts their day in the bathroom. I mean, unless, I don't know, that's kind of a freaky thing to jump out and not have some time spent in the bathroom. You give it a nice, new, fresh look, it, it brings a whole different bounce to your step. It really does make your day absolutely uh, have a different outlook on the world. And that's what they'll do for you at Bath Authority because the quality is unquestioned. Everyone is Every unit is custom built, and you get to pick the premium accents and accessories you you could put things like low-profile showers, safety features, grab bars, shower seats. Uh, there's walk-in tubs, replacement showers. You can convert your shower to a, a, a convert your tub to a shower if you want, and a lot more. But here's the deal. All right, hey, you know this is a significant thing to do with our home. Well, how would you like a company that stands behind their product? That's what they do at Bath Authority. Lifetime warranty. All the uh, Bath Authority products are 100 percent made in the USA. They can be installed in as little as one day by certified factory technicians. Call today and get a. Thousand dollars off a new shower or bath, plus thirty-six months of interest-free financing. That, my friends, is a good deal. You are their priority at the Bath Authority. Elevate your bathroom to a new level. Now, when we say that, by the way, we don't mean literally. Like if you say, well, "I'm a little too old to be climbing up into my bathroom," that's not what they mean by elevate. It's a it's it's a figure of speech about right. the quality. Yeah. is elevated, yeah. not that because no, they get logistically. Oh, and then you're wet, and you're out of the shower, you're sweating, and slippery, and you're trying to climb down the ladder, and you know that, that's that's not a good. Plus, you got to raise the roof. You probably have to cut into the ceiling. No, that's not what they're talking about. They're just talking about elevating the quality and the beauty and probably in many ways the value of your home uh, with a new level of luxury, style, and safety. Schedule your free in home estimate today. They'll come to your house for free. They'll just come right up and make an appointment, drop in and say, Hey, is this what you want done? Here's what we think is about what it's going to cost. We'll give you an estimate. And you'll get $1,000 off a new shower or bath plus 36 months of interest free financing. That's like using somebody else's money. It's thebathauthority.com, a better bath. Awaits. We are going to. Uh, we are going to. What was this? Guy was joking about something. Uh, I oh, guy, guy beats was joking about the face slapping league. Okay. That guy could sing, Frankie. Yes, he could, my friend. Yes, he could. Um, what was I going to say to you? Oh, uh, Eric Crawford. I'm really eager to speak with him. We did a lot in the first hour in the basketball. The second hour, we were kind of all over the map. Now back to the basketball. The, the question you know you'd be hard pressed to look at what's transpired and say oh absolutely i mean you know he's earned an, another year by what they've achieved so far it's been pretty much you know a really really terrible results I, mean, I don't know what else to say um but uh there is the business aspect of it and 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 that's what Eric talked about. He said the decision-making going forward is going to be predicated on the on the business side of it. And a guy said, well, I don't understand, you know, uh, if they keep them another two weeks. That that, that would explain and in March 15th. From March 15th to March 31st, the buyout changes. And so the, what he was saying was if you just, you know, if you said, okay, we'll wait till the end of the ACC tournament, and but you do it before March 31st, it's going to cost you another – he said a million dollars. I thought it was $2 million, but it's irrelevant because what, what Kenny what, – Um, Eric said was that's not even an issue and I was like whoa 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 really this is a program that's been hemorrhaging Money's paying. How many coaches are still on the payroll? Like I said, the analogy I get it's like it's like a, a drunken sailor on shore leave. The way they've been spending money over the last I don't know how many years eight years ten years whatever it may be. And so you look at that and you say I don't know they could just cavalierly say ah, a million two million what's the difference? I don't I don't think that's true. So if if Eric says it's about business, but it's not you know it's not the issue in terms of the extra two weeks because what I contended and I still do contend I've said this before so if you've listened for the whole show you'll hear it repeated. But not everybody listens to the whole show. The people who want to bring Ohio State up as some banner, like oh, let me show you that's what it means that they're serious about their program. That's not why they made their change when they did. They made their change when they did because uh, Gene Smith, the outgoing AD, is very good relationship with the incoming AD. Basically, to oversimplify it, did him a favor. They were talking, and he kind of asked him, "Do you?" What are you going to plan to do with Chris Holtman? And he said, well, you know, I think we're going to make a coaching change. And so he said, well, rather than have you do, I'll do it for you, which was a very magnanimous thing to do, because rather than have the new guy come in and his first bit of business is no matter when you fire a coach, there's always going to be some ruffled feathers. Well, he took it out of his hands. And now the guy can hire who he wants, he can put his own guy in place, and not have to go through the the onus of firing the existing guy. Eh, That made sense. That's why they did it. Not because they're going to get a better candidate, because nobody that you really want at a Louisville or Ohio State is going to leave their team right now, and the guys you want all have teams. I mean, unless you think you're getting Jay Wright, which isn't happening, or you want you know, I don't know, Tom Crean or Mike Bray or somebody who's not coaching, I mean you're going to go get a guy who's got a team. And so, and you you say well they could be doing start their process they're not going to do anything that isn't going on if Louisville were interested if they were for sure making changes there's all these, the back channels everybody's got agents you can be doing all this stuff quote unquote off the record so that they're not gaining anything by doing that so it's uh, you know it's got nothing to do with with that it's got to do with, with you know with uh, getting a jump starter and as i said earlier somebody said yeah okay that may be true but at March 15th the the doors open for the transfer portal okay that may be true but the fact of the matter is uh if you get a guy who said well i really would like that job and he's willing to come on uh march 31st okay and and uh i mean he's he and then he says of uh, you know but let me put it the other way. He says, I would take the job March 15th, but I won't take it March 31st. He doesn't want the job anyway. I mean, th- that two weeks, yeah, there'll be some guys who are going to commit right out of the portal. You'll miss out on those. There's going to be plenty to go around. I mean, and if you you don't think you could get the job done because of that two weeks, you shouldn't take this job. I mean, with all the resources that you have, that, that yes, that two weeks is not going to make you or break you. I, I don't believe anybody who would want the job would tell you that. Or if he did, I wouldn't hire that guy. So, uh, no, there you go. But I do want to ask him what he had to say about why he thinks that the business is what's going to drive it. He wrote a great piece. Eric always writes thoughtful pieces. Uh, but, uh Texas so I don't need a bath or a shower. I have a pond and a hose out back. <laughs> Well, okay, okay for you. Uh, Eric Crawford going to join us right now, and I'm very pleased to to be with him. And I thanked him yesterday privately, but I'll do it again because we thought we were going to have him on yesterday, and then we kept delaying it, and then we got guests, and then things came up, and he was nice enough to to not raise a hissy fit. So I apologize to you, but thank you for coming on today, number one. And number two, you wrote a great piece. If people haven't seen it, then go to X or Twitter, however you want to refer to it, and read it there. Um, but also, you said in there, and the the theme of the, 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 the um, article is that it's a business decision now. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. But then having said that, somebody put in the comments to you that they save a million dollars if they make a coaching change after March 31st as opposed to right after the ACC tournament. I was under the impression actually it was $2 million. But then you said that's not even an issue. I, with all the money they've been spending over the last few years, two million dollars is not an issue for them. Tell me what you meant by that. Well,
5: I think that they are you know they're not dipping into the into the bank to get the money to buy out kenny Payne um if that's the way they decide to go uh, that you know that that's that's donor stuff and there are you know they, they there are people who will pay for that to happen (laughs) so i that that, i don't think that that is necessarily the worry at this point the business is how do you sell you know a third season it's not so much you know how much is it going to cost to get rid of them and hire the next guy because they're going to have to go out and raise that money but this is a motivated fan base there's a lot of people in the community that that it's important so i don't Honestly, I think any coach they decide they can get that wants to come here, if he's very expensive, I think they can get the money and make that work.
3: Well, I I've, I've been—I
5: mean, Louisville basketball is, is is still Louisville basketball. It's not what it was, but I don't think they're trying to, you know, cut corners or anything like that on on getting out of a buyout. And that, you know, it's maybe they are, maybe I'm wrong, but I—it's not for just a couple million dollars here or there that they're, you know, that they're arranging events or or whatever.
3: Well, well. Let me ask you this, and see if you buy the first premise, and then ask you how it relates to the second. I tend to agree that they they've got to get a a, 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 a somebody in who's going to excite the fan base, and you know, and if that means they got to pay some significant money to do it, they got to find a way to do it because whatever they're losing is going to be probably more than whatever it would cost to bring this person in. Probably, but having said that, the guy that is highest on my list right now for the most part because I think not only do I love them to pieces but I think you got a real... Realistic chance to get him, like I think Scott Drew is very good. But I mean, he's won a national championship there, and they got a new oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, but I don't so think right. you can get him. But like Nate Oates, I think you could get Alabama's never even been to a Final Four as an institution. They're building while it's big. I mean, is nothing compared to the Yum Center. He know he came here. I guess they played in a regional here or something. But he knows the area, he knows the fan base. I would, I, I think, but I think he's got like a ten million dollar buyout. Would they be willing to do that? Do you think could they come up with the money to buy him out? Buy Kenny out and then pay a new coach's salary would they do that
5: it depends on who the coach is like i don't know i don't know i don't know if there's money in this community that loves Oats to the point that they would pay um but there are people that might and i'm not sure so it's just got to be paired you know that, that think it would be great um
3: do you, you think know, they would for like yeah, Scott Drew, Bruce
5: Pearl in the same situation? I mean, he's at Auburn. He's been to a Final Four, but you know, is he going to win a championship there? Or is, you know, is I don't know. I mean, that's the same thing. If they, you know, if they, and there are community people here that, you know, if they if they like him and they want him, uh, that the money, the money can be there. But it's a lot of money, and it's the same way for anybody. Same for Mick Cronin. He's got a big big buyout at UCLA, so they're going to have to spend a lot of money no matter who it is and you know it may be a situation i mean you and i are on the same page as far as you know who the who the big people are that would really turn this thing immediately but if those people are unobtainable then you're back to you know you just got to get the best basketball coach and the best fit and uh and and uh, so i you know it 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 is a it is a big job uh, not not one I would I would relish having, but uh, I do think you know you mentioned Scott Drew. Obviously, I, I think those are phone calls that that Josh
3: has to make. Oh, you got to the make them anyway. Same. I agree with that. I agree. I mean, uh, he, I, you know, I would. It'd be like an all-star team of people I'd want to talk to. I'd want I want
5: to. Know, I, you know, Mark Few was here a, a couple yeah, of weeks ago, yep. and I'm thinking, well, you know, call him. He's worth a phone
3: call. Yeah, know, I, would,
5: I mean I Gonzaga seriously. He's had great success there as much success there as you can have anywhere but Gonzaga is not all of a sudden financially in the ballpark with being able to get players maybe like I want to do it where I can get players well you can get players here Yeah. Uh, you know that could be done here I so agree.
3: that's a sales pitch No, I, I agree I mean it's the usual cast of suspects in terms of where you rank them I mean, it would be few it would be uh, Bruce Pearl it would be I think Nate Oates would be on that list I think certainly Scott Drew you'd have to make him say no I think I would you know put Greg McDermott on at, at Creighton. I think he does a wonderful job and I
5: think that th- there's been some interest here in Greg McDermott yeah. there, I think that there's you know uh, there's nobody that you know all these these guys are great coaches. And um,
3: and they're and, proven. You know, and no disrespect to Kenny, but that's the they certainly can't afford to do that again. They can't afford to get somebody who doesn't have a track record. You
5: can't gamble. Um, you know, somebody asked me about this Ben McCollum at Northwest Missouri State, who is a great Division II coach and probably in line to get a big D1 job this year. But I just don't know if Louisville, you know, I, you might have been able to make that. You should take that leap a couple of years ago. I don't think you can now. I think there's too much from a financial standpoint riding on it.
3: Yep, I agree.
5: I... But the guy has won four of the last seven Division two national championships, so
3: he does have a little bit of something, you know. Hey, I, I, I mean, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I coached at Division three. I coached at Division two. Some of the best coaches, period, and I coached at Division one. Some of the best coaches, period, that I ever coached against were at the non-division one level. So these guys can coach. I just think you're exactly right. When it becomes a business deal, you need that guy to follow the path like Brewston, which was, you know, Southern Indiana, Milwaukee. Yeah. Then, you know, there has to be the kind of interim steps. I think, but that's just my opinion pe- yeah biggest. yeah and,
5: and you know it, it's not the same as it was either because I mean you always had to be over recruit but you need somebody you got to have somebody you know can you know can navigate his way through a transfer portal you know yep. and, uh, and in addition to getting good freshmen but it's this next coach is is also you know you don't have a biggest leash here at Louisville, and <laughs> they're gonna have to get some transfers and it's you know they're gonna have to to get their
3: guys quick you know i i I asked i I gathered you were listening but i maybe weren't i asked him as tactfully as i could kenny about does he think about next year and you know does he think all that and and i as i said i i couched the question with as much marshmallow around it as i could because i wasn't trying to be mike wallace but i thought you know it's the question it's the only thing anybody keeps asking so you had to ask him but but having said that um, you know, what, what do you think? He's, 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 on one hand, he's a wonderfully open book, and on the other hand, he's sometimes hard to figure. I mean, he seems very comfortable in his own skin. He's obviously a man of great faith, and he's, he's comfortable with what he believes, and I respect that, and I admire that, but I don't know how you could possibly be functioning and not be aware of the fact that, you know, it is, the perception is your your job is hanging by a thread here, and he doesn't and because of that you wonder have they stopped recruiting are they not recruiting with the thought that they're not going to be back or until they know what's going on or they're just placing all of their faith and trust in the portal because he did say that he said I don't you know I can't look at high school freshmen and think they're going to come in here and start over the, the guys who are here is that really what it is and what, what do you make of that part of the whole equation
5: well you know I, they're still recruiting um, they, they had some uh, I believe they had some kids game last night um, but I, you know, it's hard. Look, with, with all the the speculation out there, and it's been there since you know the first exhibition game. How do you recruit under that, you know, under that cloud? And you, you know, the, the rumblings are out there. Well, this guy wants to commit. If Kenny's going to be here, and I, you know, my thing is, well, if he really likes to commit, Kenny, he'll commit now because his commitment could help him be here.
3: True, it's a good but point.
5: That that's part of the formula. You know, for for this year in, in a tough situation, they needed to win here in the second half of the conference season in some of these games that were more quote-unquote winnable, uh, put some wins together, keep playing better, play the way they were, and, uh, and get a couple commitments that people are excited about, and that's the beginnings of, you know, something you can sell to people. You may still not sell out the, you know, you're not going to sell a ton of, Preseason season tickets, but at least people have something they can they can look toward. And I, you know, the, the it's tough because Kenny has had they've had bad breaks. They've had guys hurt. Uh, they've had you know injuries. They've had guys not pan out. They've had guys medically out. You know, maybe for a career, we don't know. It's just a very uh, it, it's been a series of bad breaks. But they also you know you, you have to perform. That's just the world we live in. and Sometimes it it just it's that simple, and uh, you know it's not always fair, but that's how it is.
3: Talking to WDRB's uh, Eric Crawford, and uh, you know the 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 what what are in your opinion of those. Business aspects you listed, and you listed plenty. You listed the, and it's a great point. I mean, as always, and I'm not blowing smoke up your, your skirt here, but I mean, yeah, I, what you write is always well thought out. And I often, you know, look at a situation that I think I'm pretty well versed in, and go, I didn't even really consider that part of it. You talked about that uh, when you're the anchor tenant of a taxpayer-funded municipal arena, your struggles are the city's struggles, and that is true. I didn't even really thought about that. It's In other words, the difference between if you own your own on-campus arena, well, you don't really answer to anybody. But how much of what they do puts them in a position where they have to answer to their downtown and city neighbors?
5: Well, I don't know if they have to answer to anybody, but there is a responsibility. I mean, you, you know, it's not just you. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that. You know, Louisville basketball is to blame for any downtown business business problems, but it ain't helping. Uh, you know, that's that. All you have to do is go down and talk to the people that that run those restaurants, and we have. I linked a story in there that we did where they said, you know, there's people say, "Look, that you know, every game night was a party; we were busy, and now there's nobody." It's a, you know, and so that that's part of it, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that you. I do think it's a factor. I think you know it might be different if you were just insular and and it wasn't it wasn't the way it was. But this this city is so much a part that that team basketball football is as big as it is and great as it is. That basketball program is so much a part of the city's identity, and the city kind of grew up with that program and what Denny Crum did. That it just uh, it's a, it's a big effect when that program is down that's been down for a while and uh, they they need to you know, they do everything they can to rectify the situation. That's y- about all I can say it's just got to be done.
3: You know, it, it's funny, not funny, haha funny, but interesting that like it registers with you in different ways. If you see Eric's post on on X, you've, you I assume you took these pictures, no? Because yeah. I see you around the camera. Yeah. So you're taking pictures of the whole empty sections upstairs, and then you took a picture of this one concession stand, Metro Grill. Well, my you know my sons played hockey at uh, at Iceland, and that's as you know, a lot of those booths are manned by. Uh, non-profits that are doing it to raise funds for whatever it is their travel team their baseball teams their volleyball teams their hockey teams and that was the booth that my wife used to <laughs> work yeah. when when they were trying to raise money for hockey and it is that grading is pulled down it is closed they are not open for it's business like
5: walking i mean and that's not really new that's been that way for at least a couple of years and probably some the year before but uh but it is like walking through a shopping mall when it's closed. It's like, <laughs>
3: you
5: know, there's just – yeah, it, it's a ghost town up there. And, and uh, and you know, that's not what that, that place was built for. And now, you know, look, I covered Kentucky and Ole Miss, and I took a picture of the upper deck at Rupp uh, facing me. I was sitting down on the court in the baseline, and large empty swaths up there, too, you know. So – some of the attendance problems are just what they are, and they're not, you know, unique to Louisville. But but beyond any of that, what we're seeing right now is not the Louisville basketball that we've known, you know, since we've, whoever you are, have been a part of it.
3: Texas is good article. Cliff Notes version. Great guy. Terrible head coach. Got to get a new one ASAP. May I will say this, and and he is, I, I, like I said, if they had a, a pageant around the world like they do, you know, for Miss America where they put the five finalists on stage, and hit, this pageant was for the, you know, the the uh, the nicest guys <laughs> walking the planet, he would be on that podium as one of the five finalists. He is everybody. And
5: I you know uh, people are people are big on that they're like well he'll he'll never be able to coach well I I don't know I have thought that they've been better as the season's gone on I thought he as a coach looked more comfortable and had more you know more say uh, and a little bit better command of the team as the season's gone on I just you know Louisville is not a place that can afford another couple years you know for him to continue to grow grow into that yeah and uh, while it it is a question of players and talent. You know, that game last night's another example of I don't think Louisville was the was, you know, in a talent deficiency in that game. No, I agree. Uh, so I mean, you know, Notre Dame's players are young and probably not got the respect that, that some of them probably have coming because Notre Dame is Notre Dame, but but they weren't better than Louisville at that, you know, from a talent standpoint. I mean at the very least it was even and uh that's we saw what we saw.
3: Two things before I let you go. One, interesting. You wrote a tweet before that piece I just alluded to came out and your first sentence was at the risk of giving away the lead to my column, do most people know that when in that reference lead is spelled L E D E? I didn't even know that.
5: I don't know. Sometimes I I I usually try not to do that when I tweet, but I did. But that you know, they they do that so it doesn't it's not confused with lead. I like lead. that letting letting in the newspaper parlance was something altogether different uh, the space between lines but I ended up not making it the lead anyway I don't know if, I may have put it in the column I don't know but um, it was just a reference to
3: no, because well, well, now let me, get, let me get to the rest of it. The, the rest of that tweet said, at the risk of giving away the lead to my column, have any of you ever been on one of those long mammoth cave tours and reached a landing in the descent thinking you've surely reached the bottom, only to have the guide tell you, all right, we're almost there. And then you wrote, surely this is the bottom. Is this the bottom for Louisville basketball? Could they not go no, any longer? I
5: think the guide might be telling us we're almost there. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, this, this loss was, and I said, this is not as bad I didn't think this was as bad a loss as DePaul. I think Notre Dame's a better team, and I think they've been playing better. And I think they're starting to figure out who they are. But uh, for what it was at home and the margin and, you know, coming when it did on the heels of, you know, what it came on, I'm not sure it's not more damaging. Uh, It may not be as bad as some of those other losses, but it's, I think, more damaging just in the way that it happened, because they, they just didn't have it last night on a night when they really needed to have it.
3: Yes, I agree. Uh, I,
5: I love uh, the movie. My kids love it, that movie, That Thing You Do. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. And uh, the manager tells them before they go out and play at some big state fair, it's very important tonight you guys not suck. <laughs>
3: That's good advice.
5: <laughs> their, their, their guitar player says, I make no guarantees.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. That was a quality
5: played by Steve Zahn, a great UK fan.
3: Really? Oh, look at Steve we want to look at Eric on a Thursday bringing. We want to know Wednesday facts. I did not know that. Well,
5: yeah,
3: I haven't up, but there you go. Very nice. Very impressed. Very impressive indeed. All right, my brother, you take care of yourself. I will. Uh, See you soon. I I can't imagine you're going to Duke next week, so I'm sure I won't see you. I am not going to Duke. Yeah, but I will see you uh, sometime in one of the home games. So you take care of yourself. Thanks. All right. You too. All right, Eric Crawford. We like him very much. He's a good boy. You know, also our good boys and girls, our friends at Universal Windows Direct, featuring Oswald the Drummer. We love when he comes on and just he truly loves to play drums to tell you about the fabulous deals at universal windows direct you know the the weather right now at this time of year is crazy it's 60 it's 30 it's 70 it's 20 it goes all over the place and two things at work there one it's hard to get your home comfortable and two you end up paying a lot in utilities because you got to heat it then you got to cool it you got to heat it well You can change your windows with Universal Windows Direct, not have a cold and drafty home, not have an overly hot home in the summer. You'll keep it a good uh, temperate climate in your home, and you can do that thanks to the Super Spacer technology at uh, our friends at universal windows direct it helps keep the edge of the glass warmer it holds the window seal longer it makes the windows last up to five times longer than other window systems so your windows from universal perform better and last longer plus universal backs it all up with a true lifetime warranty that lasts as long as you own your home in 30 years to the next home on a I'd like to be around to see that one myself. Call Universal Windows Direct today, and they'll upgrade your new windows to triple-pane glass. Wow, that is really a a significant uh, step there for your insulation in keeping your home comfortable. That's three layers of glass between you and the cold outside. Triple-pane means extra protection from the elements, a consistent temperature in your home, increased energy efficiency, and reduced heating and cooling costs, plus a quieter— and more comfortable home. schedule your free in-home estimate today and for every two windows you buy you'll get the next two free buy two get two wow plus a free upgrade to triple pane glass and they'll double your energy tax credit That's quite a deal for the quality windows that you'll get from our friends at Universal Windows Direct. There are restrictions that apply. Tell them I told you to call them, and they'll give you another $250 off your project. For the last windows you'll ever need, go to UniversalWindowsDirect.com. Like me, you'll be saying, I love... My windows. You don't have to say love with two syllables like I do, but it's more fun if you go in there and knock on the door. And they open and they say, yes, may I help you? And you go, I love my windows. And they would say, well, why are you here then? If you love your windows, why are you coming to see us? And you say, no, 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 I'm, I'm just giving you your, your tagline. I don't love my windows. That's why I'm here. I want to get windows where I would say that. So that's why I came to Universal Windows Direct. You're confusing me, sir. Please talk to my manager. Oh, no. on oh, nuts. That's a good one. On oh, nuts. You can't hear. You, you clicked yourself off again
4: oh there we go yeah yeah there we go can you hear me now yeah, yeah. all right cool Say so, no that is fun can we uh, go to commercial with the universal windows direct jingle
3: but I thought we were going to do some more uh, fabulous bossa nova music soothe everyone's soul
4: oh play out yeah we can do that and then it'll go into the jingle yeah all right, uh, what do you want to what do you want to play out I'm for? going
3: to find one for you right now let's go see if I can what'd you play you played uh, um, you played Frank Sinatra I concentrate on you right Yes. Quality. All right, let's go back to my girl, Sanga, because she's outstanding. She's a great story, by the way. I I, lo- I have so much respect for people who do things like this. Born in Korea, South Korea, she was she was a very, very, you know, I don't want to say a project, prodigy, but she's a terrific uh, pianist. And she uh, w- wanted to study at one of the prestigious places in uh in uh, Korea. Music, whatever, I don't even know. I'm not a Musician Academies, wherever it may be. So you have to do an audition. And everybody came in and they're playing Chopin and Beethoven. And she played, I don't know, I can't even remember what it was, but it was some absolutely hard rock, like Aerosmith or something. That was her audition, piano piece. And they were impressed. And they and she got in, and she got very good. She is very good. But she said, you know what? I actually like playing that more than the classical stuff. So she decided to be a popular pianist. And she plays. She has a web page with all these songs. You can request any of them on her uh, podcast. And she plays. And she came to the United States. I guess her father had to come here for business of some sort. So they moved here. She didn't speak. I don't think she spoke much, if any, English. They settled in Texas, of all places. She got a job. but uh, She did get a job playing piano in one of the big – know um, hotel chains down there and then they got moved to washington dc and she's playing since has been playing at a five-star uh hotel or four-star hotel in washington and um and uh she's very good she just she also by the way while she was down in texas she had so much time on her hands because it took a long time for her to get the piano geek she yeah well I mean she got her pilot's license. <laughs> No big deal. Oh, and there's videos of her flying a plane. She's got a pilot's license. She's a concert pianist. She's an extremely nice person. She's got a great singing voice. I'm just so impressed with her. And uh, um, did you do Wave from her last time? You didn't do Wave, did you? Uh, I don't think we did Wave. If not, you can do Gingy. It's how it's pronounced. It's spelled D-I-N-D-I. Just Dindi. It's how it's spelled, but it's pronounced Gingy in Brazilian. Either one of those numbers would be good from Sanga. Oh wait, I, I do think we did wave. Alright, well then go do go do, uh, go, do um, uh, go do gingy D I N D I. See if you can find that. That's a nice one. It's a little bit slower. What but is still it? Good. D-I-N-D-I. D like David. D-I-N-D-I. It's pronounced gingy. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's a better one. Sorry. Don't play that. Don't play that. This is better. That was a little slow. Play one note samba. That's really good. Okay. One note samba. You'll like that. One note. Samba. All
4: right. There you go. Yeah.
3: Tee that up. That'll be good. That'll take us in a break. That'll ease your soul a little bit more. And maybe we'll finish with. I love
1: this. This is just a little sunbar Built upon a single note Other notes are bound to follow But the root is still that note Now the new one is the consequence Of the one we've just been through As I'm bound to be the unavoidable Consequence of you There's so many people looking, talking, talking, talking Just say nothing or nearly
3: nothing I like this show First of all, the
1: skill and no energy, and at the end I come to nothing, or nearly nothing. So I come back to my first note. As I must come back to you, <laughs> I will pour into that one note all the love I feel for you. Anyone who wants the whole show, Rami Basolatito. He will find himself with no show. Better play the note you know.
3: Oh, that's good. I might tell you, right? Fantastic. All right, take a break. Back with more ESPN 680 and 1057.
0: Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too With video visits available 24 7 and online check in through MyChart for in person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to slash care anywhere.
1: It's time to replace your heating and air system. We know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call
3: the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.
0: Heard of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com/careers. That's opcpest.com/careers.
2: Bubbles, bangles, hear how they jing-jing-a-linger Bubbles, bangles, bright, shiny bees Sparkles, spangles, her heart will sing-sing-a-linger Wearing bubbles, bangles and bees She'll glitter and gleam So Make somebody dream So That someday I may By her ring ring Ring-a-dinger I've heard that's where It bleeds
3: Very nice. Thank you, sir. This is what why we do what we do. Texas says, Not that I get too bent out of shape over U of L sports, but I've found myself in a better mood than I was this morning. How much do I owe you? Totally free, my friend. You paid me with your comment. Thank you. Other than the guy wants us to shove it with a, the with a sun <laughs> spots come or whatever that was. I don't even remember. The solar flares come, yeah. Uh so there you go and tech, this texta loves Frankie big glad. oh wow there he is again yep that's my guy is the phone uh, the phone's working again uh what do you mean the phone's the text
4: line no the uh cause AT&T was having, having an oh recently. yeah I don't know I
3: don't know I don't know if it was cause of a solar flare but couldn't have been for bossa Nova because it would even make phone lines feel good how could you feel bad over that oh that is quality um I did reads. We don't have a race today to do, right? We have a conference call, though, you said. Uh, we do have a conference call if you want to do that. Sure. Why wouldn't that. I? Nice. Why wouldn't we? We can do that. Why wouldn't let me, I? Let me queue it up. Do, 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 do you begrudge the good-looking girl at uh, at uh, LSU for her money, the, the gymnast? uh what have you um, done? Yeah. No, I don't really care. Oh no! 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 You have to take a point. You have to
4: take a stand on this.
3: No, because
4: like she she was good enough to make the team. She used it to build a brand for herself. She
3: hardly ever plays. She, har- is she hardly you know, and ever. And her best friend, the other one, the dark haired yeah. girl, Arena's, I think, is her name. No idea, but she hasn't been in a meet yet. Livy's been in, I think, four of their meets, and I don't think she's like a key performer for. Them. I mean. You know, I mean, and I I, listen. Far be it for me. I mean, I was a marginal in basketball division. I was a, I mean, I was not in soccer, but in basketball, I was. You know, by the the end of my time there, I was way down towards the end of the bench in basketball. So I get it. You know, it's still an important part of the team. We had good teams, and I was happy to be part of it. But um, the only reason I bring it up is because again, it goes back to my the backup quarterback, uh, Archie Manning's grandson, is. Arch A backup Manning. quarterback. Arch Manning. Arch Manning, it's Archie Manning's grandson. Arch Manning, Cooper
4: Manning's son. Yeah,
3: His name, He's Archie Manning's grandson.
4: Yeah, but just call him Arch Manning. Right? But he's Archie Manning's grandson. Yeah, but people know him as Arch, Arch Manning.
3: And he's Archie Manning's grandson. Yeah, he is. But it's, why Peyton you him? is that, like, it's Peyton this? Manning's nephew. just Peyton Manning's nephew. He's all, Cooper Manning. Just call him Archie Manning. Eli Manning's nephew. Why are not you just call it him Arch Manning? Because he's Archie Manning's grandson. He is, but his name is Arch Manning. People know who Arch Manning is. And they know who Eli, Eli like Manning is. They know a like,
4: Yeah, I know, but just call him Arch Manning. Uh, or okay. Archie Manning's all right, grandson. All right, we'll or Cooper compromise. Manning's I'll, son. Or we'll Eli's-
3: compromise. I'll call him Archie Manning's grandson. So Archie Manning's grandson is a <laughs> backup quarterback in the Big 12. For Texas, yes. needs a backup quarterback on one of the teams in the Big 12. And um, Archie Manning, so again, just to set the table, Archie Manning's grandson just call is him a backup Arch- quarterback Why don't
4: you just call him Arch Manning?
3: For one of the teams in the in the Big 12. And he made three times what... Uh, one of the starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, mate. I know this is too, but I was trying to piss you off again. It's Texas. So, so
4: and yeah, and he made it more than more than Brock Purdy.
3: Exactly. So now you got this a gymnast. No disrespect, who is making? Uh, she's well over a million dollars a year, and it's not even. And she's not really even playing that much. She's in. I think they've had ten or twelve meets. Is that what you call them? Gymnastics meets. I think so. Yeah, and I think she's only been in four of them. And again, uh Texas as Olivia Dunn is done with gymnastics. No, she's not, though. That's the thing. I just looked on their website. She was in some meets this year, this season. She's participated in some. She's still on the team. So, But my point is, what does the system say about money being distributed the way it's being distributed? How is it sustainable? You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. Well, I, I, I feel like... Not yet. He's not. Texas is actually, Bob, Archie Manning's grandson is a backup quarterback in the SEC now.
4: Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, Texas is in the SEC now. Yeah. So, well, so Arch Manning's grandson is a quarterback for a team that was formerly in the Big 12, now in the SEC. He makes more than a certain Super Bowl competing quarterback. Yes. I, I, I You bring up the question. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, when this bubble's going to burst Oh it's bursting But uh, I I think a, a step in the right direction Might be a salary cap But at the same time I, If these kids can make money on their own um, Using their name, image, and likeness And I'm not saying necessarily doing Like an OnlyFans or something But something like The, the one kid who built his own He built his own YouTube channel He didn't need
3: NIL for that I would he didn't, like to point out by the way That he Texas is not in the SEC yet doesn't kick in until next year. Right. Yes, yeah, so I was right. Again. Well, but, oh, no, but, uh, but they're gonna be in the SEC. Oh, well, no question. So, like Florida State, let's talk about them right now as if they're in the Pac <laughs> two. Oh, come on. That's not that that's apples and oranges. He's a backup Archie Manning's grandson. <laughs> Just
0: call him he's Arch. A,
3: he's a backup quarterback I don't know why on a this team Just in the him. Big Twelve. That's all I'm saying. They're going to be in the in the SEC, but they're not in it yet. Yeah, so there you go. I think
4: the collective idea and, and the is great, and I think that didn't work in Russia. No, but I, I feel like it gets people involved in their in their team, in their university. They feel like they can help contribute. That's great. Uh, I do think maybe the salary cap idea is a good idea to limit it, but I don't want that to limit these kids that can market themselves and marketed themselves before NIL. He done became popular for what doing TikTok dances and yeah, being pretty. Exactly. Look, and then that one kid was doing impressive trick shots as a as a football kicker, right. And built his brand. Right. I, I feel like you you what really bought it's you feel like you missed your calling. I do, but I also feel like those kids should should be able to make like if you can make more off your name, image, and likeness by your own branding. I don't feel like you should be limited to a salary cap, but I do think a salary cap is a good idea for maybe adding a little bit of control to this. Okay, I feel like if that makes any sense. I know I'm I'm Johnny Two Sidesing a little bit, but I feel like just because Livy Dunn is pretty and got popular on TikTok, she still built her brand. And I feel like she shouldn't have to, be, have to give any of that back, just like that kid that was doing the trick shots uh, and making, making YouTube videos and had like a million subscribers, just like he shouldn't have to be punished for that. But I do think a salary cap's a good, a good starting
3: point for maybe Especially for getting some regulation in this. Texas says, I don't, when did Archie Manning's grandson start competing in gymnastics in the Big 12? <laughs> That's, That's a good text, what, uh, but texter says I love this is how people can argue about it. Although I do think this is good natured, but he said no, no. Big Twelve football season's over, so as of now they're in the big they're in the SEC. Boom, there you go. Not buying it. Um, what else? Now you
4: asked me when I what to start. You said, do I chagrin? Livy Dunn for making money when she's not really competing. No,
3: no, no, no. It wasn't about so much for her. It was about the concept, the theory that someone could be making that much money and not even really be on the team. What does that say about um, the sustainability uh, you know, of, of the format we've got going right now? I just don't know how you could sustain that necessarily. I, I
4: think honestly, though, you know, it could also be looked at a rising tide lifts all boats, because all of a sudden, what her friend, her friend became TikTok famous yeah, yes, for hanging out with her, and she didn't even play. So who's to say that some of the other players didn't get a little bit of a you know, they make an appearance in there. I feel like if you can help, if you can help these kids build a brand, and. Like I said, the rising tide lifts all boats. I feel like then, then you can kind of have your cake and eat it, too, a little bit.
5: Now, you, can, here, you, can invest, you
4: invest in these kids, their branding and their name, image, and likeness. They blow up, and then they can
3: bring some of the other kids along with them. Here's my point of contention, and it may be completely uh, naive. They're professional athletes now. You don't have to like it. I don't have to like it. You can love it. However you feel about it, that's your business. But that's what they are. And the problem and the reason it is such a quagmire right now is because the presidents, for whatever reason, are hell-bent to not make them be regarded as professionals. Maybe some of the reasons are practical, which I've been told. They then would have to have workman's compensation, and they probably would be unionized, but there's a possibility, and then they'd have to deal with a collective bargaining thing, and they don't want to deal with all that, perhaps, maybe. Some of it is philosophical. You know, my brother used to say all the time, and he's right, the problem with some schools, they want you Monday through Friday, they want you to be Harvard. Saturday, they want you to be Oklahoma. That's going to be a problem, and you'll get fired at a place like that, And, and and he's right about that and so some presidents are like that they don't want to i remember i i love my alma mater i went to a little division three school in virginia that was affiliated with the methodist church called virginia wesleyan college a lot of states have a a wesleyan There's a north carolina wesleyan yeah. indiana wesleyan tucky wesleyan there's a wesleyan just wesleyan skated there yeah and in, in connecticut we used Almost to have was an Ivan, i so. wrote a column about this even back then i was a little bold i would you know shake the shake the vote a little bit the they, they, they uh, no, not that one they they were they had a rule that said no and keep in mind when I went to school it was a different time, the legal drinking age was eighteen so uh it was definitely a different era it was a long time ago so eighteen legal drinking age, so they had a rule though that said but however, despite that, no alcoholic beverages on campus okay. And then they had in the student handbook that all alcoholic beverages on campus had to be in secondary containers. Now, how did you reconcile one with the other? It says no alcoholic beverages. Does that mean to make your illegal beverages legal or your legal beverages illegal? Or how does it work? You can't be one or the other. But I found out why because they wanted to be able to go into the hills in Virginia and talk to that little old lady who's getting ready to kick the bucket and she's getting ready to leave her money and she I would like to leave it to a good church related education they'd say well look at this mrs. Johnson we don't allow any alcohol on our campus oh my goodness that's wonderful but then they had to go into Seaford high School and say you want to come here oh yeah we got a great social life you know we have we have it under control but you got to have alcoholic beverages on in secondary containers and I was like you hypocrites either have the balls to step up and say sorry mrs johnson we let the kids that are of legal age drink and if you can't sometimes they drink and by golly by damn sometimes they get drunk and if you don't want to give us money for that then i'm sorry for you but that's what happens or else then say you know what well, you know all those schools. We are having no alcoholic beverage on campus, and we're going to enforce it. And next year, we anticipate the enrollment going down to forty. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's the way it is. So it's just that's kind of what they are doing with athletes right now. They're professionals. You're going to pay them, then pay them. I mean, if you're not going to pay them, you're creating a, a a system. But what I was going to say was, I think you could still do what you're alluding to. And a couple of texters have said that, hey, people should be able to make what they want to make. Well, if you look at the NBA, you look at the NFL, there's salary caps there for each team. But an individual player can still go and do endorsement deals. You know, Eli Manning's still doing commercials. They're still So you could still do that. So you could still go out. But the, in terms of the money, the score. Creates to put your roster together that should be salary capped. I think that make you. Know, I think that's fair. You got to just you got to find a way to de- govern it. Like I mean, listen. I used to, Joe Paterno putting aside the scandal at the end of his career. I used to love the fact that he used to say, and I think he really believed that sports college athletics was supposed to be an extension of an extracurricular activity that's the way it was supposed to be and you know that obviously as the money got more and more and more and more it became less and less practical but uh, in theory that was the way it was supposed to be what's well, not anymore you can't find any other you can't find another activity on campus that is relatable to intercollegiate athletics at the division one level none i don't care what you say your music department you you can have the most talented musicians your theater department i I can't. I don't know. Maybe if there was somebody in science who was doing something that got themselves a million dollar grant, I don't even know. I don't know how the grant world works. But by and large, there's nothing that relates to what goes on with athletics. So you can't have rules that are going to be good for the debate team that are going to be working for your uh, for your. Basketball. But isn't that what Jay Billis always argues? He said that the rules are
4: only for sports. Like, if someone was a very talented musician, I had a friend that w- played for Wayne Newton and got paid to do it while he was at school here. He was in the band. He actually played on our hockey team for a little while. Third string goaltender, Graham Gardner, if you're listening, shout out, buddy. Um, terrific, terrific saxophonist. But he he was in the band here. Um, and then he was... But he was free to go play for Wayne Newton during the weekend and get paid for it.
3: Like yeah, uh, no, okay, what I'm saying is, uh, I, I don't think I'm, I'm contradicting that necessarily. He's saying that that some of the restrictions that were in place for athletes were too restrictive, and they were. Like for example, you couldn't use to not be able to get a job. I mean, that was yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, some of them were just ridiculous. I mean, but but now we're talking about. Um, you know frameworks that just it, you can't make one size fits all you can't make something that is a jurisdiction for i don't know for other programs that are are, are going to be applicable to sports because those programs are not making millions of dollars i don't you No, that's fair that's, that's all that, that's fair yeah so there you go uh oh well, that's nice Guy wants us to play this we may have to do that bob you're making my day whenever i hear sergio mendez and brazil 66 i flash back to 1968 hopping on my schwinn stingray oh i had one of those and it was stolen that was one of my big regrets <laughs> oh i thought i thought the guy said that no he wish i still he had, had that stolen bike, bike. it had a banana seat and a sissy bar that's what mine had and you, and you know what it was it's one of those things that this is my personality i'm i'm too um passive about certain things. We went to this park, they were playing youth football, and my friend and I rode, it was about 2 miles from our house and we rode our bikes, my brand new shiny, oh, I was so proud of this bike. And we got it to the park and we and it was I don't know how to describe it, but it was kind of like those those water what do you call them? sumps or something. It was like an it, it was that it was that's how it was shaped. Mm-hmm. To get to the field, you had to go down into a it wasn't designed, obviously, to drain water, or you'd never be able to play. Yeah, right. But that's what it looked like. So the road was up at this level, and then you had to go down, and there were two fields down the baseball fields. And for football, they put one field that went across the outfields. Yeah, folks. okay, right, right, right. Well, and there was a path to go down, and we started going, down, and some guy from the park said, Hey, you can't take your bikes down there. So I went, all right, well, instead of probably being smart enough at – 10 to say, well, then I'm not going down there. We put it in the bike rack. Did you lock it? I didn't have a lock. Yeah. So we came back up and the bike was gone, which in Italian household means major crisis when you get home. (laughs) Major (laughs) crisis. That is an ass whooping. Rocco, Valvano, they were pissed. And I was humiliated because I loved that bike. I only had it for a month, maybe. (laughs) Uh, maybe not even that, because they were playing football, and I got it for Christmas. Uh, football wouldn't have gone into February, so it's probably late January. Well, maybe I got it for my birthday, so I got probably, January 29th, probably early February. So maybe, I had a couple of weeks. Things stolen, and I'm... And Did you I'm, ever find it? Oh, no, of course not. What do you think the police are going to drop everything they're doing? <laughs> hey, hey, Sergeant, they get off that murder case. We got a little chubby kid who's missing a green stingray. You mean one of those with the banana seed and the sissy boy Yeah, oh, we'll get on that right away. Take O'Malley with you. Yeah, we'll get on right now. <laughs> you know, cracking heads. Where's the bike? <laughs> so uh, it was gone, and um, heartbroken. And my parents, though loving, wonderful. I was so devastated. They. I don't remember what something. Who knows what. Achievements come up later in the year. I received communion. I, I don't know. I, you know, became toilet trained. I was twelve. I don't know. But so they <laughs> bought me. Year. They bought me another bike. Uh, you know, I got to confess, it was very sweet of them. It was not a Schwinn Stingray. It was some cheap off-brand, <laughs> and the stupid sissy bar broke. So, if you leaned back on it, you flipped yourself off the back of the bike. <laughs> the, 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 the chain, it was a piece of junk, I'm sorry to say. It was purple and it was awful. And so, I never had my green Schwinn. I feel like, what's her name? Uh, uh, Phoebe, and you never got a bike, you know, and oh, right. gave her the great bike. <laughs> Taught her how to uh, ride I'd it. I'd love to get that Schwinn Stingray and have it again just because I never really got to enjoy it. It was gorgeous. And the one they gave me, it was very generous. They didn't have to buy me another bike. They could so said, "Well, you're a dumbass. We gave you one. You know, <laughs> we lost it." But uh, but um, they bought me another one. But it was not a Schwinn. It was less expensive, and then probably understandably, that we weren't rolling in dough. Like, I already bought him one bike, so uh, so that stunk. And then I had this dysfunctional bike until I got to like high school, and then I got a you know big. Then speed. you got a car? No. Then I got, uh, I, I had bad luck with bikes. Then I, no, car. Are you kidding me? My father wouldn't let my brothers drive till they graduated college. Chew on that one for a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I wasn't, I got, they let me get my license only because my brother Jim be, became my advocate with my father. He would listen to Jim. So he let me get my license. Like he listen to Jamie. Fair. <laughs> kind of same deal. And so he, uh, <laughs> he, he, he convinced them to let me get my license as a senior, but still never a car. But then, when I got to college, my, my mother by that time was driving. She, she didn't get a license either until they were married for a long time. It's, it's, it's New York City at times, man. You need a license. You got everywhere by bus and subway. So we got to Long Island. She needed a car. So then we got a car. She'd let me use her car, which was nice of her. And uh, I felt bad for her because then I got a job in the summer and I was taking her car over to go to work. Poor thing, I had no car. It was mm-hmm. awful. But then, so my bike I got, I had another, another bike, which was pretty interesting. Um, had no brakes. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the brakes didn't work. And so <laughs> I was driving, and I was like Fred Flintstone. I would have to slow down and then put my feet on the ground and drag myself to a stop. <laughs> Terrible. I don't know why I had such awful bikes. I had some great bikes. I had a,
4: uh, a Schwinn. I think it was a Predator. That thing was fun. And then, um, But my friends in Connecticut didn't believe I had it because it was at the house in Indiana. So they thought I was lying. And I was like, no, I got a really nice (laughs) Schwinn. Oh, really? They're like, yeah, sure you do. Did we buy you a junkie bike for Connecticut? Kind of. But it was still, it was a good bike. It just wasn't a Schwinn. And like at that time, BMX was like really popular. And I was like, I have a Schwinn. And they were like,
3: no, you don't. I was, I was like wow they yeah, yeah, do it's tough you were bi-coastal you weren't even coastal you were by midwestal yeah <laughs> that's about it guy all, says go on ebay and see the price of those i was about now. to say see if you like you know maybe jamie and i can
4: splurge and get you one yeah, um but. and then jamie could tell you it's for father's day and give it to you and no, he pre- doesn't give gifts pre- you know that what uh what song am i playing out to by the way we, we gotta
3: oh lord have mercy on toast whoa no kidding. 72 Schwinn Stingray. $2,400. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I had good taste even as a little kid. I knew that was the bike you oh, wanted. Hey, there's an old school one. Vintage 71 Schwinn Boy Stingray Look at Lemon. This. Look at this. Six six $650. That's not a Schwinn. It's a Schwinn. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's an, an actual, actual it? Schwinn. They, they, it's 650 650 yeah. Oh, 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 that's hardly anything. No, my first car cost a hundred dollars. The no. Schwinn Stingray
4: Cruiser bike, four hundred and ten dollars on Amazon. They 410? brought it back.
3: Yeah. Oh, you mean it's a
4: current one? They're making yeah. them again. Yeah.
3: Oh. Okay. Well, there you go. Father's Day's coming up. But you book some extra shifts at the restaurant. <laughs> Let's see what I can do. What song are we playing? Uh, out to? We're going to play out to. Why is it called the Sissy Bar, by the way? Oh. I don't know. I've never understood that either. I think this is good. This is Stevie Wonder's song that is done in bossa nova style by Sanga Nuna. It's the song, Isn't She Lovely? So look that up by uh, by Sanga, and I think that'll fit the bill as a lovely end to our song. Yeah, you'll like that. It's a nice little lovely piece. It's, uh, in our in our soothing music day for a disgruntled fan base. Sanger.
1: <laughs> isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Less than one minute oh. I never thought through love with me. Making one oh, lovely. Come on. As
3: she if you have a kid, you can relate to this expression. Shout out very sweet. Phil Baker, Chloe Baker. Baker. Chloe oh yeah, how appropriate is that? nine pounds Phil and uh, Stevie Wonder had a baby no that's not right no no, his wife oh his, his wife. wife good okay my right. goodness congrats guys that's called the sissy bar because your mom used to make you take your sister places on your bike and she had to hold on to the sissy bar huh. right. that's, I that's true or not but it makes sense that sounds good Sank is good isn't she she's great yeah All right, everybody. We have uh, uh, Fast Break Friday coming tomorrow. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Oh, a quick shout-out to my friend, Rusty Payne. Rusty, I think he's tipping the scales close at 70 years of age. Just tossed himself a 300 last week. Hey! How about that? Yeah, congratulations to you. All right, everybody. See you tomorrow. And uh, Fast Break Friday with Paul Rogers. See you then.